Welcome back to the marketplace. This is the NBL's look at the free agency period and the news just continues to roll on through. We've got a bit to talk about in this episode. I'm Jack Cameron alongside the best newsbreaker in Australian basketball, hands down, Olga Ulich from ESPN.com.au. Olga, a flurry of activity with the New Zealand Breakers. That's where we're going to start today and they've got a history of having next stars and making it work and they've added another one. They have, Jack. Mantas Rupstavichus, uh, 6'6", uh, lefty shooter out of Lithuania, joins the New Zealand Breakers as a next star. Uh, they've had a, a really good history on, of bringing in really quality next stars and developing them uh, in a really elite way. And that's the expectation with Rupstavichus as well. Uh, you know, led, the, led last year's uh, under-20 Euro Championships in scoring. Um, has a really good feel for the game, sneaky athleticism, uh, really smart player. Um, still has some you know, size to add to his frame, but you know, the skill set is there, uh, the shooting is there, and he, they think that he's someone who can come in and make an impact right away. I think that's the interesting thing with this particular signing for New Zealand is that they are looking at him as a player who can come in and, and play a role, much like Rayan Repair was in, in the previous season. This is not a young guy coming in who's going to start at the end of the bench. Modi Mayor seems pretty keen on adding this guy to the rotation straight away. And we're at a point, Jack, where we can put trust in Modi Mayor and uh, his system and his processes, not just to you know incorporate a guy like Rupstavichus into the rotation and, and have him be a part of you know winning basketball, but also to develop him. Yeah. Right now, he's a, a mid-second rounder. He's hovering around that area. And I, I think that they have really good processes in place over there in New Zealand, and they're adding to their resources as far as from, from a coaching perspective and beyond to, to really... Uh, be a place where you can go there and develop. And the hope for, for them is that he can, to, he can rise and get into that first round. So with the Breakers, you reported last week that Mango Matiang has signed with the team. That is now formal. That's been announced in the last couple of days. There's a, a one-in-one-out scenario. Tell us more. Yeah, I, I teased this last week, the uh, flurry of roster activity that's going to be going on in New Zealand, and this is what it is. So, so what I'm told is that Tom Vadanovich has requested a release from the Breakers. Uh, he received a pretty significant offer from a team in the Philippines. Um, the Breakers, uh, of course, had a desire to keep him, but didn't want to hold him back and handcuff him from a, a pretty immense monetary offer over, over in Asia. And so they've granted that release. They've allowed him to go. And so Vidanovic won't be on the Breakers roster to start the season. I'm told that when that season ends around January, that if Vidanovic does have a desire to play in the NBL, for NBL uh, 24, the Breakers have first right of refusal. And so he can't just go and sign anywhere. The, the Breakers have the first crack at him uh, to, to sign him for the season, whether as a rostered player or as an injury replacement of some sort. Um, if they don't want him, then he can sign elsewhere. But as, as the season begins, Vidanovich won't be on the Breakers roster. So that's Tom Vidanovich leaving the Breakers. Who's coming in to fill the breach? So we'll have that hole in the front court in New Zealand, and I'm told that that'll be filled by Dane Pinner. Uh, uh, played the last few seasons at Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, uh, one of the most efficient rebounders in the NBL, really well known to, to you know, NBL fans and, and NBL coaches, uh, good quality guy, great chemistry guy. Um, he'll come in and, and help shore up that front court, just a really quality backup big, uh, and they get him for multiple seasons, Jack. That's a two-year deal. 
Well, it's great news for Dane and great news for the New Zealand Breakers. Let's go to far north Queensland and the Cairns Taipans in the last 24 hours have added another young player to their program. Adam Ford is kind of like the uncle of all of the young players in Australian basketball and now they're spreading their wings to a next star too. Yeah, Adam Ford, one of the most interesting things in the press release, he, he says he has an obsession for this kind of player. So Bobby Clintman, a Swedish big out of Wake Forest, um, he is 6'10", can you know, grab and go, can shoot it, re- a really versatile big. And, and Fordy said it in the press release that the Cairns Taipans dropped, that he has an obsession with that type of player these days. It's, it's a similar to the mold of a Sam Wardenberg or a Sam Menenga or even AK Gak, where they basically have four big men locked up who are effectively positionless in the sense that these are guys who can all stretch it, um, these are guys who can maybe put the ball on the floor in stretches that they, they can um, that they can get the ball on the rim really athletic and so I, I think what what forty sees is four front court players who you can just mix and match they can all play amongst each other play with each other and they still have an import front court player to add uh, and and so I, I think that the expectation is that the Taipans are going to be a really really tricky beat once again this season with with Bobby Clintman coming in uh, just just another really interesting plug and play guy in in a really interesting system you start to look ahead of, of what teams are going to look like and Cairns are one team a bit like Illawarra Olgan who are at the closing stages of building their roster for NBL 24 they're going to be fascinating they're, they're going to be unbelievable to watch I think because they're going to be so high octane high voltage they're, they're going to be fun uh, and with Taron Armstrong as the head of as the head of that snake, that is an expectation. Uh, the flip side is that they're going to be young, yeah. and so they there might be some ups and downs with that group. Uh, but we saw last season, I, I, we called them young last season too, and they were able to overcome different sorts of obstacles, and they were able to finish at the end of games. They're able to, they're able to overcome that. Um, whether they can do that this season with a twenty year old, a twenty one year old point guard as opposed to a Shannon Scott. We'll see, but at the very least, they have really, really interesting pieces, uh, and those pieces should all get pretty significant minutes too. I, I expect for us to actually see a Cole Dickak play basketball, to see Bobby Clintman um, play in, in really interesting areas on the floor. I, I expect to see Sam Warnenberg take another leap, uh, and then I think it'll all revolve around Armstrong, and with his ability to pass the ball, distribute, uh, to basically control the pace of a game, I think it'll be really fun in Cairns. It's interesting sitting down and making some notes ahead of today's show about the amount of draftable prospects that are going to be in NBL 24. Now, you've got a great handle on this. A shout-out to Liam Santamaria, who's the general manager of the Next Stars program, has done a brilliant job bringing Next Stars in. But it, it's more than just the Next Stars, isn't it, when you think about some of the other names who will be using NBL 24 as a springboard for their future? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. So... Like let's we'll start with Armstrong, right? Armstrong signed a two-year deal, so there is a chance that he could get to a point where he's draftable in the 2024 draft. But I think he's eyeing the 2025 draft. We just saw David Aquera uh, enter, he put his hat in the in the race for the 2023 draft. Uh, ultimately withdrew. He's he's with the Wildcats, and so he's hoping to use NBL 24 as a springboard to be drafted next season. And then you have this breadth of next stars. Uh, which I, again, credit to, like you said, to Liam Santa Maria and to Jeremy Lolliger for, for not just the, uh, the amount of prospects that are joining this program and not just the, the level of these guys, because you know, we're, we're talking about 
you know, lottery picks to, to late second rounders, right? There's like a, there's a really interesting uh, range of level, but also the, the variety, right? You have Americans coming out of high school. You have, you know, we, Bobby Clintman is a, a, a Swedish big man out of Wake Forest. You've got Mantas Rupstavichus, who's a Lithuanian big, a uh, Lithuanian wing, excuse me. So, you know, you've got just such an interesting array of players. Um, and, and I get text messages from uh, NBA teams every day asking, you know, which, which, which stretch of the season should I come to watch? Uh, where should I go? Who should I see? Uh, when, am, when am I going to come down? You know, which city am I going to be in? And so practically every NBA team is preparing to come to Australia at some point this season because the breadth of young talent is so wide. It's going to be fascinating to watch NBL 24. It's going to be very young in a lot of teams, and that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Olgan, as always, great work by you. We'll start to take a little bit of a look at Summer League and what's coming up next week as well. But until then, keep up the good work. Thanks, Jack. And as always, thanks for being with us on The Marketplace. You can stay up to date with all the latest news and information right across the free agency period at nbl.com.au, all of the social media platforms, and following Olgan on Twitter as well. Until next time, thanks for being with us.